Welcome to the Inside Out Style Podcast with Imogen Lamport, your scientist of style. Each episode, you'll get real-world style advice for women of every size, shape, and age. And now, here's Imogen. Hi, I'm Imogen Lamport from Inside Out Style, and I'm coming to talk to you about colour palettes and changing colour palettes. I've got this question from Katie. She says, my biggest style challenge is that I've recently learned that my colouring is warm, autumn tones, which I love. However, my closet, especially my work wardrobe, contains a mix of black, cool tone greys and whites, along with warm olives, burgundies, and a few beiges and tops. There's also quite a bit of navy, which I feel sometimes works with the warm colours, while some are cool tone. I do enjoy the challenge of putting together unexpected colour combinations. I'm excited to shop, but afraid of wasting money without having any clear ideas of what new neutrals to choose from for bottoms. What would you suggest is a good starting point for me? So one of the things that can happen, so, you know, I'm sure that Katie is not the only person who has discovered maybe their colouring is warm instead of cool or cool instead of warm. It is quite common, particularly if you've had a seasonal colour analysis with a system that's a bit older, um, so it might have been a while ago, or just sometimes it's a bit more limited and so they don't have the options for you. So I've seen this frequently where pretty much Everybody who had, you know, kind of brown hair uh, and fair skin was made of winter. Everybody was made cool. Uh, or I've seen everybody with, you know, kind of blonde hair was made of summer almost. Like, you know, there's some of these kind of, it was almost like, oh, I've just decided that everybody who has kind of, you know, fair skin and dark hair must be cool. And everybody who has, you know, blonde hair must be cool and must be a summer and, and various things like this. So... There's a lot of kind of people out there who've been misdiagnosed as such, or just the system didn't have the options for them. It's like you might have soft colouring, and so therefore you're giving a summer because that's where the soft colouring was, even though that's cool and you could be warm. So many reasons. But if we are thinking about building new wardrobe, it's interesting that the fact you do have olives in there, which means you are naturally inclined to go towards some of those warmer colours. Um, but of course, look in business where there's so much black, white and grey and, and black and grey and, and a bit of navy and stuff out there. And navy is a good option to start with. So I'd be wearing those navy colours. Even if you've got some of those cooler navies, you probably also have some warmer navies as well, which fit perfectly into palette. But even with the cooler navies, it, the blues can work quite well even with some of those warmer colours because blue is complementary, say, to orange. Um, it's part of a triad to yellow. So it tends to have some kind of harmonies that it can go with fairly easily, particularly a navy. So anything that's more neutral, it's more receding. We don't notice it as much. And so therefore it is easier to wear. Uh, so if you are thinking about like what new neutrals should you build your wardrobe around, I always go, go for your hair colour or go for something similar to your hair colour. Uh, that is the easiest way. And I've talked about this before and I'll probably say it again. Hair colour, because you are always wearing it, is the easiest colour for you to go with um, when you are building a neutral wardrobe so unless your hair is very colored but even if it's a red some sort of kind of cognac or something it's going to make a brilliant sort of neutral for you uh if you know you have say some green tones in your eyes if you've got brown eyes but with a bit of a green like an olivey green tinge those olives can also work incredibly well 
Now, some brown eyes, if you have brown eyes, have more of a burgundy look to them. It's very interesting that brown eyes can come in so many different shapes. We often think browns, browns, brown, but really brown is very varied as well. And I'll notice when I'm picking signature colors for someone that sometimes I will go, oh, that brown eye's got a lot of bronze in it. It's quite orange. And so those oranges will be really great. For others that might be more red, um, some are more burgundy that really brings out. So you might have those red burgundy colors. So it really depends what your colors are. So I would be looking to your eyes and your hair as great places to start for figuring out which are your best neutrals. Uh, so that would be what I would be looking for is going, what is my hair color or what am I, is my eye color? Can I use those as my neutrals? Because they're always going to go with you because you have those colors inherently in you. So as you are rebuilding your wardrobe, so as you're kind of getting releasing the black back into the wild, um, think about bringing in those colors that relate to you. Now, I'm sure if you have your new palette, your new autumn palette, which is fairly similar to my exotic palette, if I was kind of doing a comparison, uh, then I would say that, you know, you'll have a range of neutrals in there. So hopefully they've chosen some signature colors. I mean, one of the things I'm always looking for when I'm doing signature colors is what are the best you know kind of neutrals what's your version of black what's your best dark neutral your best lighter neutrals all those sorts of things as well there's something i'm looking for because it's going to you know be something that's going to be a major part of your wardrobe uh so some uh some you know so sometimes too it can be like this kind of greenish brown is a brilliant like from a distance it looks black it's got all those qualities that we expect in black and dark particularly for corporate work wardrobes, but it's not as harsh. Uh, sometimes it can even be kind of a deep taupe, which is a brown gray. That also can work quite well in that corporate environment. So I'd be, but I'd be looking to yourself, looking at your own hair, your skin, your eyes, those aspects of you and seeing what you can draw out of them. So even looking, you know, if you take a photo of your eyes and then go through your color palette and pick all the colors that you can see in your eyes that are in your palette, they are going to also be great kind of places to start. So when, you know, you have signature colors, these are your very best colors, like your knockout, your wow colors. So they are so easy to build your wardrobe around because they are going to always make you look amazing. And because they're all in you, they harmonize beautifully together as well. So you just don't have to worry too much about mixing and matching. And that is one of the benefits of a color palette is not having to worry about, you know, kind of complicated mixing and matching issues. But so when you're thinking about moving from a warm palette to a cool palette or the other way around, one of the things to do is to look at both the palettes that you have and see what is a crossover because there may be some color. So even though if I hold these two palettes up, you know, there's a lot of differences in them, but there's some also some similarities. Yep, sure, the oranges and pinks, very different from each other. But if I get round to some of the warmer blues, uh, you know, we'll have something here. We've got in my dramatic, I've got a warm navy, and here in the exotic, I've got a warm navy. Now, the warm navy in the the dramatic isn't quite as warm as the warm navy in the exotic because of course this is a cooler palette and this is a warmer palette but 
they're close enough. So therefore we've got something going, you know, that's going to work with both palettes. Uh, what else can I find in here? If I look at violets and purples, I'll find that there are warmer violets. Now this is, you know, one of those colors that, that, uh, that may cross over now. So here I have a warm violet and again, the warm violet in the cooler palette isn't quite as warm as the warm violet in the warmer palette, but again, close enough. Uh, and then, of course, we might have uh, things like, you know, our teals, turquoisey blues. They are also crossover sort of colours where you can see the similarities between those two. Um, they're actually very similar when I'm looking at those because blue is cool naturally. But the warmer blues fit into the warmer palettes. And then you can look at, you know, so you'll have warmer greys in uh, a warmer palette. Often they won't be as cool as the cool greys. But this is where you might have your sort of torpy colours. Or you could say, well, if I'm moving, so you can see that these are cooler greys and these are warmer greys. You can see the blue and purple in these versus the green and yellow in those. But, you know... I would rather as a cool person be wearing a grey than some of those other really warm colours. This is going to be still closer. So if you've already owned some of these warmer greys, you know, these are going to be much easier to wear than the cooler greys if you are warm or the other way around. So because grey is more naturally cool. So that just gives you a few little ideas, hopefully, if you are thinking about you know, I'm transitioning palettes and how do I do it? So I always think when we're transitioning palettes, we, you know, we want to kind of go, well, what is similar between the old palette and the new one? And what have I got there? And then am I just softening down the colors or is the color palette completely different? Because this is where one of, you know, one of the things often is, especially if we've gone from dark hair to light hair, that is a big jump. And so we'll often notice, and this is one of the things I noticed when I went light was, oh my gosh, all my wardrobe is very dark. And so having to start to bring in more lighter things. But then I also have things like this, which have some dark and some light in it. But it's a good transition piece between my light top and my darker jeans that I'm wearing. So that creates the transition in between those colors. So it is always thinking about that. How do I transition? You know, how do I meld one with the other without it being too stark and too harsh? So whether it's going from dark to light, whether it's we've just moved from brighter colors to softer colors and we can just start to kind of soften down uh, the colors that we're buying um, or sometimes even we can we may be going the other directions where we've gone through the really gray phase the very soft phase and we're now coming out to a brighter white phase particularly if our hair is going white and I know many people at the moment are embracing the gray um, and so this is creating a lot of color palette change. And so, you know, if you've been used to wearing black all the time and you suddenly start seeing yourself and going, you know, that black does not suit me anymore. Those really dark colors, they're very heavy because I've gone, I've stopped dyeing my hair and I've gone from a darker shade to a lighter shade. It is just thinking about, well, can I bring in some lighter colors close to my face? So start from the portrait and work your way down. Uh, it's better, rather than getting obsessed with what's on the bottom, start around your face go what can I put in my portrait area and then work your way down to you know the parts that aren't reflecting on your face as much um, 
And if you're wearing a neutral color on your bottom, it doesn't doesn't 100% matter if it's not perfect because it's less obvious because neutrals are generally less obvious, particularly if they are cooler because cool overtone and undertone colors recede more than warm ones. Um, and also if it's darker, we just notice it less. So therefore, if you're wearing the right colors on the top, if the bottom color is not as perfect as you would like it, it doesn't matter so much because it's not as obvious. We're just not noticing it in the same way. Um, but it is thinking about, so start at the top going, can I get my ideal value right in my portrait area? And then, you know, I'll start to worry about the bottoms and as I replace things, because it can be really hard to find the things that you're after and the fit and the color and all those, you know, the style and all those things you're after, rather than just rushing out, buying anything, I go take your time, just gradually replace things as you find those amazing things, rather than settling for a whole lot of stuff that doesn't make you happy just because it's in the right color palette. I'd rather go, you know, like take it a bit slower or think about over dyeing things and I've got lots of blog posts too about how to over dye things to be better colors as well because that is always an option when you are changing your wardrobe and changing your palette so they're just a few little tips to think about um, hopefully I've given you some food for thought and some ideas of how you might you know embrace this change and you know as my mother always said change is as good as a holiday and there is one thing you can guarantee in life, and that is that things will change. So uh, that should give you a few ideas as you are moving palettes. Thanks for your questions. Keep sending them to me, Imogen at InsideOutStyleBlog.com, and I will chat to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Inside Out Style with Imogen Lamport. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable style and color tips. And don't forget to visit InsideOutStyleBlog.com where you will discover Imogen's encyclopedia of color and style advice to help you become your most stylish self. If you're enjoying what's here, please leave a review so we can bring you more of the content that helps you adore your wardrobe more so you can get up, get dressed, and get out the door looking and feeling fabulous every single day.